Hello there. My name is Father John Harrison. I am Rector Superior of St. John Newman Residence at Stella Maris in Timonium, Maryland. Today's Gospel reading is like a disconnected series of separate sayings. Two things are possible. It may well be that Luke is collecting together here sayings of Jesus which were sp spoken on different occasions and so giving us a kind of compendium of rules for life and living. Or this may be an instance of the Jewish method of preaching. The Jews called preaching sharaz, which means stringing bees. The rabbis held that the preacher must never linger more than a few moments on any topic, but in order to maintain interest, must move quickly from one topic to another. Jewish preaching, therefore, often gives us the impression of being disconnected. The, the passage falls into four sections. First, Luke chapter 6, 39-40. Jesus warned that no teacher can lead his scholars beyond the stage which he himself has reached. That is a double warning to us. In our learning, we must seek only the best teacher, for only he can lead us farther on. In our teaching, we must remember that we cannot teach what we do not know. Second, Luke chapter 6, verses 41 and 42. Here is an example of the humor of Jesus. It must have been with a smile that Jesus drew the picture of a man with a plank in his own eye trying to extract a speck of dust from someone else's eye. He taught that we have no right to criticize unless we ourselves are free of faults. That simply means that we have no right to criticize at all because there is so much bad in the best of us and so much good in the worst of us that it ill becomes any of us to find fault with the rest of us. Third, Luke 6, 43-44 These verses remind us that a man cannot be judged in any other way than by his deeds. It is said to a teacher, I cannot hear what you, what you say for listening to what you are. Teaching and preaching are both truth through personality. Fine words will never take the place of fine deeds. That is very relevant today. We fear that the menace of terrorism and other secular movements. We will never defeat them by writing books and pamphlets and holding discussion groups. The only way to prove the superiority of Christianity is to show by our lives that it produces better men and women. Fourth, Luke 6.45 In this verse, Jesus reminded men that the words of their lips are the last, in the last analysis the product of their hearts. No one can speak of God with his mouth unless God's spirit be in his heart. Nothing shows the state of a person's heart so well as the words he speaks when he is not carefully considering his words, when he is talking freely and saying, as we put it, the first thing which comes to, into his head. If you ask directions to a certain place, one person may tell you it is near such and such a church, another that it is near such and such a movie theater. Another, that it is near such and such a football field. And another, that it is near such and such a tavern.
The very words of the answer to a chance question often show where a person's thoughts might naturally turn and where the interest of his hearts lie. Always our speech betrays us. This is today's message. May God bless you and have a great day.